Did he have to like, you know, pat you down? Pat me down. This man had to grab my dick and balls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, no, there's this new trend where uh, people lay on the ground. They go, I'm thirsty. And then they just get a shitload of water dumped on them. And while it's comical, it's also entirely too dangerous. I mean, you are quite literally just drowning yourself for the sake of TikTok. And I say we need to put an end to this and keep our TikTok users safe, Phil. Yeah, that's your public service announcement. That's my PSA for the day. I think Uh, we need to bring back the Tide Pod challenge. No, that's a horrible idea. (laughs) Don't do that, okay? I'm hurting today, Phil, man. Last night I had a lot of Italian food and I'll be the first to say it. You know, I love Italian food, but at the same time, there's quite literally no hangover worse than like a carbohydrates, pasta, meat hangover. I when feel you, like I got hit by a freight train today. When to be you combine with you. that with heavy drinking. Oh, forget done. it. You're You'll done. die. You'll perish. Yeah. I mean, my, my body at 26 simply cannot handle uh, the stresses of, of just doing that anymore. I just can't. So last night, uh, Kylie was out with some girls. And what I did was I had not a boy's night, a boy night, just me. And I okay. ordered some pizza and I ordered some pasta and I ordered some salad with some squid on top. A little bit of squid on top of you that salad. You got scoongeal on top of your salad? Scoongeal, baby. And I said, I'm going to have myself an Italian feast. <laughs> Where am I? Am I in Canada or am I in Sicily? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I fucking chowed down. And then this morning when I woke up very early because we're recording this at the fucking crack of dawn, I heard roosters outside, Canadian roosters, eh? And I just, I feel swollen, all right? My 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 body doesn't feel too like full and like stuffed, but it's all in my face. All of the uh, water retention just went to my face. And it's just I don't feel pretty. I don't feel good. All right. It's bad right now. I think I'm starting to get like video game hangovers, bro. Like I'll that crack is a real out, thing. That is a real just, thing. I'll just play League of Legends <laughs> for like six hours with my boy. And I won't make any progress because in let life. Me tell you, well, kind of, because it's like, it's or in like the game. It, it's it, both. It's, it's kind okay. of a problem. So like, I like video games to relax, right? Yeah, of course. I, I like the technical aspect of like outsmarting people, outplaying them, I'm playing League of Legends. So, you know, there's, there's three lanes, there's a jungle, you work, you talk with your teammates to try to like, just, just, you know, get some kills and push down the lanes. Absolutely. So... <laughs> There's this thing called Elo Hell, which is basically um, where you're stuck in your because you're rating. Mm-hmm. Like you win, you gain rating. You lose, you lose rating. Right? Makes sense. But Elo Hell is like bronze and silver, where everyone is so bad. So you could be winning a game, and then they just like shit the bed and don't cooperate, and then you just wind up losing the game. You need a good team effort. You need everyone firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. They're only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah, and there are some weak links in in Elo Hell, bro. And I don't don't know what it is because I think my account is like grandfathered in because this account used to be gold, which is like good, right? Mm -hmm. It goes uh, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, challenger, I believe. So I'm all the way at the back and I, I just can't get out of it. And so what happens is I play for six hours. My eyeballs start to hurt. I go to bed frustrated and I wake up addicted. And uh, is that YouTube- what happened to you last night? Yeah. 
Whew, man, you're you're sinking your teeth too much into the uh, the League of Legends. It's situation. It's a cancerous game. I don't recommend anyone play it. Well, you clearly have fun playing it, right? Because you you do be grinding. (laughs) Get this. I'm in a game, and my my name is Philly on on League, right? So this guy's like, Philly on plays League confirmed. I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I said something along the lines of like, like, hey, man, what's up? Basically. Hey, man, it's me, Phil. Yeah, like, just to like confirm it, right? So we're in the game, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't think this guy believes that like I'm Philly on. Like, I just don't like oh, something shit. about you what drop, he said. You drop a pick in the chat, dude. No. So I was like, you watch the vids. And he's like, I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. <laughs> oh, all right. Fuck this. Like, oh, I'm an imposter. You got me. Hey, that's amazing. <laughs> Did you feel the need, though, in that moment to be like, let me fucking prove myself. What if I told you that everything was a lie? And then just went into your like documentary voice. Because now, you know, I was watching a Cody Co video last night. Right. Yeah. And he was like. What should I watch today? And it was a new cut video. And I was like, you know, I miss when Phil would do this style of content where he would watch something and like commentate. But at the same time, my man, he goes in and out of genres. Right now he's in the little documentary genre. Well, who knows if he'll go back to the commentary one day. And you said you wanted to make a whole media conglomerate. Maybe they'll be like Philly on reacts and I'll be subscribed over there. Well, my new strategy, actually- I don't know. I'm just kind of going by like the seat of my, the, what is it? The, the seat of my pants. What's that? Uh, birds of the same feather flock together. There's another, like the fly in my pants. I don't know. Uh, the apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so yeah. my most recent video dropping out of college for TikTok fame, I'm mm-hmm. reacting to a vice documentary. Mm. Different also, style though of content, right? No, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's just commentary. But it's, is it the same like structure as you at the top left corner, you're watching, you'll pause, oh, no, 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 talk. No, no. Okay. Gotcha. I'm, not, I'm, I'm never in, I'm never in the top or bottom left corner. Top right, bottom right? No, I'm just never in a corner. Just it's, never in a it, corner at all. It's okay. the video okay. and then it's me. Oh, okay. Okay. So it is edited. Um, and then my next video, which Patty's working on, it's also a reaction video or commentary video. So I'm just like weaving in and out of like the documentary slash commentary because I like making the commentary stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's it's good to keep the stuff you're passionate about in your arsenal, you know? You don't got to put all your eggs in one basket. You know what I'm saying, Phil? You know what I'm saying? I know, know, dude. That's how I feel. I dropped my first Mario video on Nintendo yesterday. And it's currently right now, this is the interesting thing. And you can definitely give me some solid advice. I don't want to spend too much time on the content talk today because as I'm waking up, I'm feeling a little bit more silly, a little bit more goofy. By the way, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. It's episode 141. So the feedback on the video is extraordinary. Like people are literally loving this video. The engagement's great. The comment section is just like, yo, this video is fantastic. Great first introduction to Mario on the Nintendo channel. But compared, obviously, to the other Pokemon videos right now, I, I'm pretty sure the video is sitting at like a six out of eight. It's almost at a five out of eight. So it's climbing a bit at the moment. But I think it's going to take me a bit for like a Mario video to truly quote unquote pop off because I think I have to upload more Mario stuff and get the audience familiar with the fact yep. that yes, this will be Pokemon and Mario where I do think this video has a chance to pop up, pop off on its own because it's literally, it's so good. I, I highly recommend you guys go check it out. But I think I need to definitely have a structure of like 
make sure at least one Mario video goes out a month or maybe even two. That'd be ideal. Yeah. Um, but it's been fun, man. Like it's cool trying new shit on the channel, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. And that video is just, it's, it's a fucking, it's amazing. You guys should definitely go watch it. I love the I way to it finish came it. How, how long did you get into it? Did you, did you like what you were watching? Like the first third? Yeah, I did like it. It's really it's cool. very fast paced, right? We removed, it was an hour and 40 minute stream. I'm pretty sure. And it, we, we boiled it down to about 15 minutes and it's just like action packed gaming video. It's wild. Yeah. I think a healthy dose of Mario or another Nintendo game, say, say once or twice a month would definitely do you justice. Yeah. I got my Nintendo 64 controller in Canada now. I'm going to be here for two weeks and because I got everything set up with Mario now for some like Mario 64 ROM hacks, some regular Mario 64 runs. And me and my buddy, Sean Raider just recently set up Mario, Mario 64 split screen. So we both play the game and you see both of our screens and we're in the same world, like the same sandbox. That's going to be sick, but go on my bed. Are there any, now this is, this is a crazy niche idea. I've mm -hmm. never seen it. Are there Mario Sunshine speed runs? Oh yeah, of course. There's Galaxy, Odyssey, every category pretty much of speed running or every game of Mario you could speed run. Not every game, but a lot of the main titles. What do you like more, Sunshine or Galaxy? Believe it or not, I never really played either. You never played Sunshine? I, I'm a Mario 64 boy through and through. I definitely want to get into Sunshine because people literally have been begging me to play that because I played it with Frank back in the day and then my Mac couldn't handle the emulation. So we ended up not doing that project, but people were really enjoying it. So I Sunshine, think that's my favorite Mario game. There's something about Sunshine and I'm sure once I really sink my teeth into it, I'll enjoy it more. Um, but when I was a kid and I used to play it, I would get like headaches. There was something about the the motion of the game and mm -hmm. the graphics that would just like, I would play it for a while at my buddy Andrew's house, shout out Andrew T. And then my head would be like, what the hell? Like I wouldn't feel very good. And I don't know if that was just, I was a kid and I had a fragile cranium and right. now I'm an adult that can handle this type of thing. But I would like to give it another shot. I just want to do a bunch of, of I want to get to the point, honestly, where on Nintendo, I'm uploading like, any type of gameplay, you know, like yeah. my channel can be called Nintendo because I love Nintendo games, but I could do, you know, a game with Kylie. That's not even a Nintendo game. That's on steam. For example, I'm being vague because I want to keep it a surprise, but there's a steam game that we want to play together. That would be fucking hilarious. I don't want to just limit myself, but for now we're sticking with just the Nintendo stuff um, and slowly sprinkling that Mario in there. So that that's been fun. You want to hear something crazy? Fuck yeah, dude. You ever played Halo 2? Halo 2. I'm a big Halo Wars guy, but I never got into Halo 2. Halo you, 3, though, it's my, that's my cup of tea. You played Halo Wars? Bro, I love map strategizing games. Are you kidding me? There's no shot you played Halo Wars. Phil, do me a favor. Don't get me started. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, I, right. every Saturday at my cousin's house, grilled cheeses with a lot of ketchup and Halo Wars. Halo Wars was great, but... Never so, played it. Oh, this fucking guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to mess around a little bit in the episode, All man. Right. So Halo 2 kind of really established like the groundwork for Halo. A lot of like true Halo. It's like the Mario 64 of Mario games, that's, right? That's a fucking, I need you to understand how much of a bold claim that is. Is it no, like the Halo that put everything, you know, on the map for 3D platforming? You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a big undertaking. Yeah, for shooters, for sure. Halo <laughs> yeah, that's 2. that's crazy. Halo 2 was absolutely the pinnacle. 
Halo 3 was like the perfection, right? Where everyone was just like, oh my God, this is a perfect game. But Halo 2 was like, it was, it was the basics, it was the groundwork. So mm-hmm. the way campaign works in Halo 2 is you have easy, <clears throat> no, I think it's normal, uh, like fucking medium, heroic, and then legendary. Legendary being the hardest difficulty you could beat it on. Makes sense. Four, four difficulties. Now in Halo games, especially the campaigns, there's something called skulls. So hidden throughout the game, you can run around and find secret skulls, kind of like stars in Mario 64. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, uh, in Halo 3, I think there's about 13 or 12 skulls, maybe maybe even less. But needless to say, every single ma- uh, level in Halo in campaign has a skull on it, right? Okay. Now, when you, kill, when you collect the skull, when you go back to the main menu, you can have the option to turn on the skull and each skull has a different like effect on it. So there's one called like grunt party because mm-hmm. there's a, there's an enemy called the grunt. So when you headshot the grunt, it blows up with confetti. Now it's just like a little gimmick thing. Mm-hmm. There's just ways to like enhance or uh, make the game harder. So there's this challenge called lasso, which is legendary all skulls on. Mm-hmm. where you're playing on the hardest difficulty, but you turn all the skulls on, which just exponentially increases how hard the game is. Okay. Critical, a.k.a. Charlie, a.k.a. Penguin Zero, mm-hmm. has issued originally a $5,000 bounty to anyone who can do a deathless lasso legendary run. Okay, this it's- shit is sick to me. I love yep. the idea of like offering a reward to get something crazy done in a video game. Yep. And I can't think of other examples in my head, but I feel like that system is so cool. And obviously if he's willing to do this, this must be something that's really fucking challenging, right? Like this, this isn't something that everybody yeah. <laughs> could just fucking do. Nope. It's, it's get this. Nobody was able to do it. So he increased it to $20,000. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Yep. Yo, that's crazy. Yep. Are you no going to try? Are you in any, are you like in the ballpark of even, a, you know, ever being able to accomplish this? You think you could get it? I'm in the ballpark. Yeah. I, I would have to sideline. Phil, my, Phil, Phil. My, I would, I would no life it for two months and just get that done. <laughs> I, Seriously. Okay. I would, I would grind, dude. This is what I'm going to do. Probably. This is my idea. I'm going to get my videos done this month. I'm going to buy a new streaming uh, camera. So this Hell way yeah. I could record on OBS because I'm a boomer and I record on an SD card. That's why it was corrupted that one time. Yeah, you guys don't understand. This man, this man's living in 2007 over here. Like my file sizes are huge. Basically, Vinny's able to press one button and the audio and video are synced and it's a lot, it's perfect quality, but it's a lot less uh, big on the file size. Yeah. So I have to like unplug my fucking SD card, put it into my computer, upload it. I'm living in the It's the whole age. thing. It's a whole yeah. thing. He's so 2000 and late. So Guys, once I get my ridiculous. new, if nobody's able to do this, my return to streaming would probably be attempting to like do it. Dude, that was, that would be a great concept to come back to. I mean, you're literally competing to do something that a bunch of other people are competing to do. There's a $20,000 reward, criticals involved. I mean, that's just hype all around. That's fucking sick. And I am a halo master. I am the master chief. I, I literally, I don't want to, you know. I don't want to, you know, affect your trajectory of what you're working on right now, but I say you fucking do this. And I think the meatballs would agree. This would be some sick content to watch. And then if you can pull it off, that's a video right there. I don't know where the fuck you'd put that video, but you know, you could explain the storyline of how this came to be. 
You could include the clip right now of us talking about it. You could tell the people exactly what you got to do. I think that'd be hype as fuck. Explain, you know, what this, why this is such a crazy thing. I mean, I could, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm dropping facts right now, dude. I could make a mini doc about how hard it is and, and what it takes to beat this. <laughs> Yo, I say you'd fucking do it. I it, absolutely say you'd do it. it. It might be like one of the hardest challenges in gaming. Just because like when you turn all the skulls on, I mean, let me just read them quick. Break it down for us, Phil. Break it down. What does each skull do? Let's see. I feel like that's a, I didn't even know Halo had to do with like skulls and, and shit like that. I thought it was just like guys running around in cool like space outfits. I mean, it and is. Like jumping but, through portals and shit. Yeah. Okay. So skulls were first introduced to Halo series with <laughs> Halo 2. Skulls are two things. First, they physically, they are human skulls that can be picked up in a number of hidden locations throughout the mm. campaign. Second, they are Easter eggs that add special gameplay modifiers. Mm -hmm. So Bungie, the original company that made these Halo games, which is now, uh, it's a whole fucking debacle. Is it because Blizzard it, now, or am I pulling that out of my ass? It's 343. Okay, completely separate, right? Yeah, Blizzard owns Call of Duty. Got you, okay. Makes sense. Um, yeah, so they were like big on Easter eggs, which is pretty cool. I, I love games that like, they hide shit in there and you discover them. Yeah. So the Whoopopotamus skull, right? Mm-hmm. AI becomes more observant, noticing, noticing even active camouflage shadows, the sound of reloading or drawing a weapon and footsteps. They also have better accuracy and are much less likely to kill themselves or their teammates with explosive weapons. So they're just like on high alert, high alert, and they can hear you better and they can see you if you're stealth. So that's one skull, right? Mm -hmm. And you can see how like, fuck, this gets real quick. Promotes most enemies to their highest ranks. Does not affect flood human combat forms of Marines. So now they're just all jacked. Mm hmm. Your H your HUD becomes completely invisible as well as your weapon except the energy sword. So now you now you just it's called the blind skull. You just don't have a weapon. Like you can't see anything. <laughs> but you ha you're able to like kill people with the weapon, but you can't see. Like you can't aim. Is that the yeah, whole situation? I, I don't think you have a reticle. What the fuck is a reticle? Like the little uh it's like the sights that you okay. aim with. The red dot scope. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. The Halo version. Yo, maybe I'll fucking start streaming this shit. There's no way. Yeah. Yo, if there was a Mario 64 bounty for doing something, man, I would, I would fucking, I would no life it. Just dedicate the next three months of my life to it. Although I don't have enough time to even take a shit comfortably these days. So I don't know if I'd be able to do that. We got a lot on our schedule. Okay. I'll just go rapid fire. Weapons picked up only have half ammo. Okay. So not only can you not see your weapon now, whenever you find a new one, you have half ammo. That's rough. That's Catch fucking rough. Allies, allies and enemies throw grenades with increased frequency. They'll also drop more uh, grenades upon death. So like you're just jumping around trying to not get blown up. Cloaked instead of flashlight, five second cloak with 10 second recharge. I don't know what that means. Basically, this just makes whatever you're trying to do extremely difficult, right? That's the whole premise here. Yeah. This is a re there's a reason why nobody can fucking accomplish this. You really think you can do it? All bullshit aside, you really think you could get this done? All right, I'm going to be honest. If it was Halo 3, yes. Halo 2 is another animal. I, I, I'm not I'm not well versed in Halo 2 like I am in Halo 3. Well, it's time to start practicing, buddy. Wake up, buddy. Halo 3, I could do it. Like I I would dedicate myself and I I, I would be I would be the champion. Do it, man. I think you should go live tonight. I don't have a camera. I'll be on my Brio. 
Do it on the Brio. Imagine I win on my fucking Brio. I'm just pixelated and shit. Your audio is just like, oh my God, I did it. I did it. Oh my God. Just like piercing. Dude, horrible this, visual quality, horrible audio, and they see, oh, Philion won the challenge. There's, this guy's there's, got almost a million subs, and this is his setup? What the hell? There's this YouTuber, Polosaurus Rex, and he does, cool funny, he does these funny-ass videos where he's like, just got my new camera, and it's like, obviously it's 2022, but his camera's from like 2004, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, sounds, it, it sounds like he's underwater, bro. It's fucking oh hilarious God, for whatever man. reason. Dude, I, I, what I'm doing right now, I still have to get a dummy battery for my Sony camera that I use when I'm in Canada. Are you I'm switching literally just batteries? charging this thing up and then I use it for like three hours. Like the battery's amazing, this camera. When you're not actively recording and just using it as a webcam, it lasts for a very long time. So then I just charge it again. It's not- I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, like, do we, are we still in the dummy battery? Like, fate? like why can't any of these companies just make a streaming battery? I, I don't think the DSLRs, like, they don't make these cameras in mind with the fact that, yeah, people are going to use these for streaming webcams, but one of the companies should. I mean, Sony, and, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there's a camera that does that, like, built in, everything's ready to go, but I think Sony uh, made a vlog camera for influencers where, like, the camera pops out to the side, you can put the mic on top, it was basically like a vlogging camera. Right. I could definitely I see I Sony it. making a DSLR that's made for streaming where like there's literally a mic on top that's good to go there's one cable there's a chargeable uh you know input where you just plug a cable in there's no like the battery's built into the camera i'm sure they're gonna do something like that and if that already exists y'all could let us know in the in the comments i have the vlog one you have it too right i have the old version they made like a new one that was literally like made for vlogging i do have their sony like vlog um tripod holder right, right, right. that thing is actually sick i thought i left it at my house and i was like motherfucker i'm gonna have to start stacking up candles and putting my camera on top to fucking get a good angle over here but it was in my backpack so we're good that was stressful as hell man now that i have a full-blown setup here when i'm packing to go home is not that bad because i literally just pack up everything i brought but like coming here i'm like okay Checklist, got my camera, got my controller, got my other controller, got my Camlin cable, got my freaking chargers, got my laptop, got my freaking other laptop. Like, I'm just thinking about all the things that I have to bring, and I have two backpacks worth of equipment going through the airport. It's crazy. Going through the airport, though, was a fucking piece of cake. I have the, did I tell you I got the Nexus? I think we briefly talked yeah, about you this. you drove to, like, Chicago or some shit. We drove to Detroit. Long story short, uh, we drove to Detroit. It took four and a half hours to get there. We did this interview. We got approved for this Nexus program, and then we got Bomb Spaghetti, Eminem's uh, Spaghetti Restaurant, then we came back. It was a great day. It was a very fun adventure. So fucking worth it, because now, when we go to the airport, traveling between... Um, uh, the States and Canada, we're able to go into like the faster line. We don't have to take our shoes off. We essentially just get like a piece of paper. And then when you hand the paper to the people at like the, you know, big magnetic machines or whatever, the uh, x-ray things, we don't even have to walk through that now. We're just, we just give them the paper. We walk through and then, well, we did walk through, we didn't walk through that big one. You know, the big one where yeah, they make yeah. you stand there and you're like, I put your arms up like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We, we went through like the small one on the side, gave the paper, didn't have to take our shoes off. And we, the cool thing is you just go way faster in the line and it's just awesome. You know, you have way Bro. more free time to chill. You're not rushing. It's, it's a sick experience. Did I ever tell you about my airport security experience rather recently? 
Like within everybody this has, past year? Everybody has one horrible airport story. So please break it down for me. So for whatever reason, <clears throat> for whatever reason, the Uber that me and my girlfriend ordered to go to the airport, I guess his window was open and it was raining and mm. he just left it open. So it was like wet in the back seat. Oh, dear God. So I sat down. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like we were running a couple minutes late, like whatever. So I sit down and I'm just sloshing in like this rainwater, right? Ugh. My badusi's all wet. <laughs> so I'm wearing like sweatpants too. So like the cotton is just like soaked, right? Looks like you pissed yourself when you get right. out of the fucking Uber. So it's in like my butt slash like gooch area. Uh-huh. Just the most uncomfortable experience ever. So we, yeah, we you, don't, you don't want the butt and the gooch being wet. We get to security and they do like the, you know, put your hands up, whatever. Something keeps going off on me, right? Now, I don't have any metal on me. I don't have any jewelry. Nothing's in my pockets. I'm like, what the fuck? They look at like the, the hot map, like the heat map, the signature. Yeah. And you literally just see like a red zone on my cock and balls. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> cock's too big. We can't let him bro, on the plane. <laughs> bro. So the guy looks at me and he's like, he's like, yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, you know, he <laughs> just kept... Whoa! He keeps he keeps uh, pointing to the, the to the fucking infrared heat signature map. Did he, have like, to, did he have to like like you know pat you down? Pat me down. This man had to grab my dick and balls. <laughs> this dude. He said he gave I'm me. I'm sorry, like, buddy. Yeah. He had to give me like this whole speech. He was like, "Listen, we can go to another secure location." privacy i'm like eh, just do it here you're like man. Eh, fucking grab my dick yeah. here i don't give yeah. a shit we're late bro so he like wraps around under my fucking badussy starts grabbing my cheeks and shit oh he's my so God. uncomfortable i'm just standing in the middle of the airport <laughs> everyone's staring at me wildy's laughing her fucking ass off oh my god he gets to like my thighs right those strong thighs yeah bro the man literally like I'm not exaggerating. Had huh. to touch my huh. stromboli. Great development over here. Wow. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had to grab my dick and balls. Oh, these are Bulgarian squats. <laughs> these are the results of Bulgarian squats right here. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Jesus. So long story short, he just ha he he literally had to had to check if there was any lethal weapon in my pants. God damn, man. Well, but he, everything worked out. You made it to the you made it to the flight. Yeah. Very good, bro. Like. Literally, there's just because of the volume that I do travel, there's just story after story at the after story at the fucking airport, man, that when I do have a trip like we just had where I get here with no problems and it's 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 just an awesome experience. I'm like, fuck, yeah. Although we almost missed the flight. I don't know what the fuck was going on. We were sitting at the gate and the flight was delayed. So the flight ended up landing way later than it was supposed to. And then we obviously got on later. And I was like watching the Nintendo video and I was like sending revisions to Slippy, our editor, shout out to Slippy boy. And Kylie was like, I'm going to go get some chocolate. So Kylie got up to go get some chocolate. And all of a sudden, for whatever reason, I just, I heard last and final boarding call. We're closing the doors for this flight number, whatever the fuck the flight number was. And I'm like, is that for us? And I look up and I'm like, oh my God, that's for us. So I'm fucking texting Kylie. Hurry, Kylie. I see her walking back and I give her one of these. I'm like, come on, come on, we gotta go. You see the door closing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, come on. So we run to the front. They're like, you guys are on this plane? We're like, yeah, yeah, we're so sorry. She couldn't get her chocolate because I was like, hurry, she saw the text. Thank God she saw the text though. We quite literally got on and then they like shut the door. 
So it was, we would have missed it. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if I was just not paying attention or if they just, probably that's what was happening, but it just felt like they went from, we're starting the boarding process to we're closing the door like ridiculously quickly. Mm. They were definitely trying to get people on the plane like very, very fast. It was, it was very interesting. Hard pivot, hard pivot. Pivot, let's fucking pivot, bro. It's a podcast. We can talk about whatever we want. Elon Musk's dad. Okay. Just had his second child with his stepdaughter that he raised since she was four. Phil, it's too early for this shit, bro. <laughs> what? I swear to God. He, okay. Say, say that again one more time because I think I understand what you're saying. One more time. Elon Musk's dad. Okay. Raised the stepdaughter since she was four years old. Okay. How old is she now? find out okay oh dear god man okay well elon musk's dad is 76 okay grandpa musk yeah she's 35 it's his stepdaughter <laughs> okay he raised no, i can't i can't be doing this i just I, I just fucking can't be doing this today man the two already share a five-year-old boy Elliot Rush, born in 2017. Yeah. All right, I got another hard pivot. Okay. Because I, I got nothing to say about this shit. Here's another hard pivot. We are talking oh. about gaming earlier, right? I have been recently obsessed with modded consoles. Okay. And, and consoles that are made by, like, third-party companies. So let me give you an example. There's a company uh, called Analog. I believe that's the name of the company. They make this device called the Pocket. Now, what the Pocket is, is it's basically an HD Game Boy. So it uses cartridges. You could use the old Game Boy game cartridges on there, but you could also use Game Boy Advance cartridges. And right. on top of that, it has like a link cable slot if you want to like actually connect two of these bad boys and, and battle like in a Pokemon game or trade this or whatever. Thing looks sick. It's insane. It has like a 10 times resolution on the screen as opposed to the other Game Boys, which is fucking awesome. It's like matte black or they have like a really cool white version as well. That's super duper clean. It has a SD card slot on the side. If you want to, you know, use an SD card to like load your own games on there. This thing is so fucking epic. It's so cool. And I'm really considering buying one. It's just, it's one of those things. And I've told you this before. I'm, I never game outside of work anymore. I know. It's this, it's this interesting thing that I feel like a lot of people don't really understand un unless I flesh out my thoughts on it. And I'll keep it brief. It's basically like in my head, I think, well, if I'm going to game, I might as well go live and game, or I might as well record a video and game. I never right. just like lay in bed and play a game where as Kylie loves to do that, Kylie will lay in bed before we go to sleep and play animal crossing for like an hour and a half straight and just like catch scorpions, which is fucking adorable. By the way, I really want to start playing animal crossing because it looks so much fun. Anyway, um, I hate that game. It's, it's amazing. It's just so relaxing. I played it a couple times on stream um, like years ago, like two years ago. Want to get back into it. Anyway, I want to get this pocket thing. This thing because, is so sick looking. Dude, it would be so cool to like plug in my old games to this thing with the cartridges because it accepts cartridges, which is also so cool. And then you can just play your old save files on an updated 
look and feel. And yeah. the only issue is when you go on their website, you can pre-order one. But apparently from what I looked into, it takes like a very long time for you to get one because obviously, you know, they're making these things and they can't produce them at the level that, you know, Nintendo can make consoles. But if you go on eBay, you can get one for, you know, obviously the situation with when things are on eBay, it's just way more expensive, but you can get it sooner. So I haven't done it yet because it is a lot of money, but I am like, I'm thinking about it. I'm going back and forth where I'm like, I, I kind of want, I want to play with this thing. It looks really cool. And maybe this will get me back into casual gaming. That isn't just, you know, gaming for work, which I think this could be really nice. Looks, this is, this might be the coolest system I've seen in a while. Right. Long time. Isn't that sick, dude? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I might, I might definitely, uh, not that doesn't make any sense saying might definitely, I might purchase this and if i do i'll let you guys know and i'll bring it on the podcast and we can I do like a little review one, i know it's so should we get them together and then get the link cable attachment so we can trade pokemon god uh, yeah <laughs> i feel like so this cool. would be the best thing for travel when i'm on the airplane i could play this well, yeah. before bed i could play this i think it's good to have you time that is genuinely you time yeah. And if, if all of my time gaming is spent in a setting where people are watching, I honestly don't remember what it feels like to just play a Pokemon game, not read dialogue out loud, not have to worry about Pokemon dying, not have to worry about getting roasted, not have to worry about anything. It's just literally like, yo, I'm laying in my bed. I'm going to play this game. And the fact that the screen is so much bigger and so much more vibrant, the screen has like different color channels where like you can make the game look different you can enhance the color you can make it enhance. all blue enhance yeah so i'm i'm definitely maybe i'll just fucking get it right i feel like i'm talking myself into it now yeah, yeah i think you should i mean i would tell you if it's dumb I, I would i would buy it it's expensive as fuck but yeah if you get it if you get it on ebay it's ridiculous how much they're upcharging but i guess you know it makes sense supply and demand you know i how much don't is even, it 500 I, or a thousand because i'm seeing both prices i found one on ebay that's about it would be like 600 after tax shipped everything um if you want to get it from the actual company it's 200 bucks but i don't think they even tell you like a rough eta i think it's one of those things where you buy it and then you just wait and it comes in the mail one day which i guess <laughs> I, I could do that who's making these things the, the company analog i guess is that all they make um, so they, that's their main con I'm pretty sure they make other consoles as well. That's their main one. The really cool thing is that there's a dock that they make for yep. HD TVs where you plug in the, the, it looks like a Game Boy, by the way, if you guys want to check it out, just Google analog pocket, it plugs into the dock and then you can play all of your Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games on the television and like it's a full like, HD. Bro, it's like, a, it's like a mini, mini retro switch dude it's insane it's it's so fucking cool i'm watching this guy play it right now the jesus christ dude it's I, cool I'm, right i want to get one for the fucking mario games what is it I super know, mario man. world 2 oh mario world i love mario world bro i i want it for pokemon yellow i feel like i would just play I pokemon yellow game. repeatedly and and feel amazing what'd you say i have that game it's so fucking good. That opening sequence. It's fucking awesome. I don't think I ever played it, but my friend gave me two copies of it. Because I was always just a Mario boy. Mario boy. Listen, both both Mario and Pokemon are excellent. And if you want that content, go check out Nintendo. Hey, shameless <laughs> plug. What I want to know, too, is with the SD card slot, I wonder if there's a way that I can take an old cartridge with this device 
and do like a save state and then put that on my computer so I can do those videos where like I look at an old save file from childhood. That would be really cool because I know there's a way you can like rip save files from old games, but I don't know no. if you can do it with that console or not, but that'd be cool to look into. Do you think Nintendo will make a Switch version of like the pocket analog thing? Like You mean, why, you mean why, make a, a handheld that's not just the Switch console, like make something for old games? Yeah, like a Game Boy Color or PS or uh, the, I, I uh, could, 3DS. I could one day see them doing like an anniversary thing where they like re relaunch an old console, like updated like, like this, but backwards the Switch compatibility. Can, for the Switch, I'm pretty sure, can play all these old games. Like they really? have that, they have the eShop where you can play. Like I know you can play like Nintendo 64 games on it now. I don't know if you can go all the way back. I'm pretty sure you can play Red and Blue and Yellow though on the Switch. Mm. Like just through the eShop. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm like I'm pretty sure that is uh, a thing. But yeah, man, there's something about taking something from when you were a kid. And enhancing it. And now you're in your adult life playing like an HD version of it's these the games. It's nostalgia, bro. And dude, playing the games from, the, in my opinion, the coolest thing is the save file. Like you can literally just put in your Pokemon blue cartridge and see your old team, but like new. That yeah. to me is is the coolest thing. And the fact that it could play Game Boy Advance games is sick too, because then you can go all the way up to generation three with Pokemon. Fire, Red, Leaf, Green, and uh, Ruby and Sapphire. An emerald, which would be fucking sick. That would be that would be awesome. I'm just trying to decide whether to get the black one or the white one. I was black. really, really loving the white one, but then Kylie was like, I mean, the black one's really clean because the borders kind of all blend in to the yep. top screen. I was like, oh shit, you're right. That does look sick. It looks it looks dope. So if I get it, I'll let you guys know. But yeah, that's that's been that's been catching my eye lately. It is a beautiful device. That's, I didn't even know that fucking existed. That thing is cool as shit. Dude, there's so many. I've, I've been looking into it. Like, I've been looking into um, more Nintendo 64 controllers because for those that don't know, I speedrun Mario 64. And right now I have a regular old school Nintendo 64 controller that plugs into an adapter. Uh, let me show you the adapter. So this cable plugs into this cable. All right, so you can see like it has the... Nintendo 64 plug that plugs into right. this and then this becomes a USB that then plugs into my computer and then I'm able to use this controller with, you know, emulators or whatever. But they make Nintendo 64 controllers that are now in the modern shape of like, let's say an Xbox controller. I think one of them is called like the Nintendo 64 brawler. So essentially they take the layout of this, but they don't make it this weird. Cause let's be honest, the Nintendo 64 controller is just fucking weird. Like it's so strange. They have like an extra hand that you never grab. Cause usually, I mean, I mean, I guess it depends on what game you're playing, but the way that I hold it for Mario 64 is always just like this. Yeah. I'm never, I'm never grabbing this side. Granted, do you any, don't use do the any D-pad, games use so. the D pad. I, I, I would assume so there has to be, mm. but I'm, 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 I was talking to my coach, my buddy, Sean Raider, and he was like, if you want to go to a modern controller for speedrunning, you should just use an Xbox controller. And I'm like, for the life of me, I just, I can't picture speedrunning with this. I don't know, yeah. at least for Mario 64, but it might be better because, you know, analog, while the technology is still the same, it's just a little plastic thing on a ball, essentially, that moves around. It, it definitely would be better on here and probably you'd be able to get more precise movement than using the old fucking i mean these are just these are just so bad especially 
when you're doing Bowser throws and you're just spamming the turn. Right. It, it really like does a number to the to the stick, and it's hard to get these. You have to get these on eBay, and you end up spending a lot of money on new controllers when you're speed running. So you know what's kind of gross. Break it down. The, equi- the equivalent to that is like PC gamers or like professional League of Legends players or MOBA players. They're very particular with their keyboards and like rightfully so because, you know, your keyboard is like your weapon, right? It's like your golf yeah. club. But they don't clean them mm. like ever. So there's literally like fucking <laughs> dude, sometimes they'll do like keyboard reveals or even streamers do this too. And it's the most disgusting, caked over, dusty, toenail-ridden fucking <laughs> thing. Bro. And like to the point where if they if they're traveling, I've seen streamers and or uh professional gamers take their exact keyboard with them. So like you're traveling with like this fucking the nasty, disease-ridden <laughs> yeah. keyboard. Bro. It's a good point though. I'll be honest with you, I've never cleaned. I shouldn't say never. I've wiped this down with like a rag before. But I don't do it nearly as much as I should. You got to understand when you're doing a speed run and you're clenching that fucking controller and you're sweating and the dirt from your hands and I the know, bacteria bro. gets under the buttons. You wonder why sometimes your A button doesn't have the same pop. Well, it's because you've been just putting your greasy Italian sweat under the button and it gets lodged in there. It hardens. And then you got a bad situation. You got to clean your shit. It's a great point. Phil. I, I definitely have to clean this. I, like, I don't understand. Like with the pod, these people all have the money to just buy the exact same keyboard you could they could literally buy the same keyboard every week if they wanted to there's Once something though there is something though about the natural wear and tear i know it's eventually, the eventually it's the it's the patina yeah. eventually you have that like this is my controller we are morphing into one entity if i get a new one i got to break it in again you know what i'm saying that's that's i guess their reasoning but it's disgusting speaking of breaking things when we went to that smash place for those that don't know, me and Kylie went to one of those smash rooms where you break bottles, and then they, they take you in another room and you break technology. There was a keyboard, like an old Dell clicky keyboard in there. And I took this thing and I I bent it over my leg, dude. Like I fucking, <laughs> I, I just snapped that shit. I was like, okay. ah, it was the most revitalizing, amazing, riveting, just great energy feeling I've ever had. The keyboard. And I and I understand why streamers, their go-to move sometimes when they're raging is breaking the keyboard. Watching the keys just fly just off. Explode. I felt like I had slow motion powers, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> I fucking saw each key. The W, the Y, the K, the D. It was just flying, right? Yep. And I, I for that moment, felt like I was the most powerful being in the universe. I felt like... I felt like I was a Dragon Ball Z character. You should definitely do Smash Rooms, by the way. It's really fun. Just I be careful to. because there's shit flying all over the place. You got to sign a release form. It's it's very intense. I don't think I've ever broken a keyboard, but I could see how it's easily one of the most fun things to break. And and another thing, the the old, maybe the new tech is like this too, but I've never like broke anything besides like in the Smash Room, you know, just breaking a bunch of shit like this. I've never right. done that before, but... Breaking old equipment was a lot harder than I thought it would be. Bro, old stuff is built to built survive. To last. I mean, Apocalypse. there was a printer in there. I was smacking this thing with a crowbar repeatedly. Did you not catch that reference at all? I got it because 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 you said it correctly. There it is. Because I was saying chrome bar in a previous episode and Phil got on me. So I wanted to make sure crowbar. I was beating the shit out of this thing and it was just eating my hits. It was eating my blows. 
It was fucking crazy. Are you okay? Was that an asthma breath right there? <sighs> no, I, keep, I I don't know if you could tell or hear it, but like, I I don't know. I don't know if it's gas or like, what is it? Ajita? Ajita. You got Ajita today? Sometimes I just like, it's not a burp. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's an intake of air. Yeah. So I just got to, I got to, what's it called? I got to defibrillate myself. Yeah. That typically happens uh, when... When you wake up, roll out of bed, make yourself a, a three-shot nitro, and then start filming a podcast, you'll get a right. little bit of agita. Yeah, it's not. It's there's no shots in this. It's this is the homemade Filion cold brew. Nice. What, what's in there? Break it down for us. So cold brew is literally just it's just saturated water of coffee. That's it. Mm -hmm. So it's just saturated it's just, water of coffee. That just sounds confusing. <laughs> okay, so am I am I out of the loop here, guys? I feel like this is fucking confusing. You know how tea is made? Yeah, you put it in the tea kettle, and then it goes. Yeah. And then you make your tea. It's pretty exactly. good. Holy shit! Yeah. S same thing with cold brew, except you don't need to heat anything up. So okay. imagine just putting a tea bag in water and leaving it there for 12 hours. So it just like ferments. Yeah, it's just it's just water that is saturated with coffee. And that's your go to. Yeah, it's 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 that's what cold brew is. That goes pretty hard. So you get like this canister, right? And it's like a mesh like pasta filter, you know, when like you dump the, the pasta and the water comes out. Of course, it's one of my favorite steps of the of the pasta making process. All you have to do is fill the inner canister with ground coffee, preferably coarse ground, because mm -hmm. you want you want large like flakes of coffee ground uh, grounds grinds, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to like a fine ground, which is what you would use for espresso. Okay. So you want coarse. So you fill it up, and then you just fill up the thing with uh, water. But since it's got that metal mesh filter, the coffee will just slowly saturate the water, and then you could take the inner canister out, and now you have cold brew. Is there any truth to the just drinking like regular black coffee helps with fat loss? It like does something with the with the burning of the the fat cells or whatever. You ever hear about that? Bro, people in fat fat loss is one of the most like exploited aspects of like the health and wellness industry. Yeah. Everyone's just after fat loss, right? This does this fat loss. This does fat. The only thing that's going to cause fat loss is is Fucking deficit. Yeah, every, everyone knows that. So people try to is. extrapolate so many different ways in food items and quick fixes as to what causes. The only thing the only thing coffee does, it's a shot of caffeine, right? Right to your fucking dome. Right to your cranium. And it'll increase your metabolism in the sense that like you'll move more. <laughs> like, like it may have a, a slight metabolic effect on the fact that like Things are just moving in your body a little bit quicker, like you're on high alert and shit. But like, it's not, it's not chiseling fat. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not gonna get an eight pack from a shot of espresso a day. Yeah, no shot. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I have this anime convention, AWA. It's where we did our last panel with the core four. We're doing it again this year, and me and Kylie have wanted to do a cosplay for a while now, and we have, I think it's a hundred and five days from the time of this recording for this anime convention, right? It's at the okay. end of October. In 105 days, if I really put my mind to it, 
I would be able to have an epic body transformation to cosplay as an anime character that is shirtless, i.e. Onosuke. If you want to look up this guy, Phil, so you can see the physique I'm talking about, he wears a giant boar head. All right. He's very primal. Underneath underneath the boar head, uh, Onosuke would be I-N. Okay, you got it. Beautiful. So he's shredded. And I think it would be very funny if at the convention, I literally got a giant boar head on my, on my head right. and my physique is just shredded to the gills. Now, I think 106 days would be the perfect amount of time to execute this. The problem is I literally, I have to act now because if I waste any more time, I will not be able to get shredded by then. But I wanted to ask you, 105 days that should be enough to get from like 170 to like one, let's say 155. Do you think I could do that in 106 days? Yes. 100%, right? Yeah. What is that, 15 pounds? Yeah. I could, I could make this happen, Phil. But we got to start, we got to start like literally right now. Why are anime bodies just so on, sick? Just on trend? <laughs> like. Dude, the fucking trend bologna sandwiches in the anime world. It's, it's wild. What's that like most famous one besides Dragon Ball Z that like every TikTok Zoomer kid is obsessed with having a physique like? It's like wire workout and then like the funk music fucking hits. And then it's just like a picture of like a jacked Oh, the guy. music that's like boom, dum, 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 yeah, yeah, dum, yeah. dum, dum, I don't know. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, there, every, there's so many anime and there's so many characters that have sick physiques. The cool thing about Anosuke is that he's a short king just like me. He's beautiful under his boar head, just like me. Right. And, you know, if I'm walking around the convention with a fucking six pack and I haven't had my six pack back in a long time, this could be the motivation to do it. The problem is, man, I'm just having too much fun right now. And I've been saying this, you know, going out to dinner, getting desserts, hanging with friends. Oh, what's that? There's a new donut spot in town. Let's go try it out. Let's do a fucking review. Oh, shit. I love burgers. Let me get a burger. Oh, they got chocolate cake. They got chocolate cake. But if you think about it, the sacrifice for the next whatever it is, I don't know how many months 105 days is, but the next 105 days, if I really buckle down, I can make some great content out of this. You know, I could do a before video being like, all right, this is before you I'm can do going one of those on the Inosuke diet. Bum, 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 bum. Exactly. I could do something where like I have a, an audio from Demon Slayer and I say something that Inosuke says and then when it cuts and the beat drops, I'm fucking shredded. That would be really cool. Probably viral piece of content. You know me, I'm I'm down to make some viral stuff. What'd you say? Who's the who's the main character in Demon Slayer? Tanjiro. Got you. Is he jacked? There are moments in like the training sequences where he has a shirt off and he's definitely got a a sick bod, sick build, but mostly he wears like his main outfit and you can't really tell that he's he's jacked under there. Got you. But I mean, dude, Inosuke, that motherfucker built. Have you watched Guts? No. What's I mean, that? Berserk. Berserk I've heard of. I've never watched it, though. Mm. We've been watching DBZ Kai. I told you about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've been watching DBZ Kai, and Kylie is really enjoying it. And it's I'm, I'm, I'm like a little kid on Christmas every time we watch the show, man. We do all of our work for the day. We work out. We have our dinner. Then we sit down and we watch some DBZ Kai. We're on the Frieza saga right now. And it's just been it's been so fun to watch her reactions to it. It's been fucking excellent. Why is it that all anime has really jacked men with huge swords? <laughs> yeah, the, the big swords is a is an interesting trope. 
It's like, you know, get something a little bit more uh, better for accessibility. You know, get like two daggers. You don't need like a giant fucking blade, but better to, you know, slice and dice your enemies with, I guess. It is cool. I I guess you really can like build around like the weapons and how like legendary they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking sick. It is pretty cool, but. Listen, not every anime does that, man. You gotta, Uh, you gotta try. uh, I think, I think. You would like Demon Slayer. We couldn't film another episode uh, in person before we left because Wildy wasn't feeling good. How is she feeling, by the way? She's good. Turns out, very I'm good. Pretty, pretty sure it's the flu. Is she still sick now? She was last night. Yeah, it's oh like comes God, in and out. You gotta make her some homemade chicken soup. <sighs> Hell yeah! No, That's we actually plan. had ramen. Ooh, hot ramen and like those big ramen bowls. Yeah, Ramen's was, one of those things where you need to you need to get the big the big bowl for it sure. It's authentic. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I, I got ramen from some place near where we live where it was like actual ramen, not just like dropping packets from the supermarket. And it was legitimately like a, a life-changing experience. I was like, oh, I've been eating ramen wrong this entire fucking time. Have you ever had pho or pho? Yes. What do you like better? I feel, I feel like I like ramen better. I feel like, ramen. yeah, I'm a ramen, ramen but dude. The, but the pho noodles are like, they're pretty OP. I like the udon noodles, man. Udon noodles are sick, and I love uh, poke bowls. All underrated meals, by the way. Last night when I was thinking about what I was going to eat for my boy night, I was like, yo, should I do sushi and Japanese food, or should I do the Italian? Kind of wish I would have did the Japanese food, but then again, the, the, the hangover from sushi is brutal too because there's a lot of salt in the soy sauce, and I just fucking drown my sushi in soy yeah. sauce. So I probably would have like rolled up to the set today just looking like a beached whale. I don't know if I like poke bowls. I really? love sushi, but like something about like the Chipotle style of like raw fish. I don't know. It's like, I, I, I like, like it. Are you, are you, are you like a big sashimi person though? Cause I fucking love sashimi, yeah, which is, which is raw fish, obviously. Yeah. I'll do sashimi. What's I think, your favorite kind? You like the salmon? You like the tuna? You like the eel? What do we like? I think yellowtail. A yellowtail tuna. Is yellowtail tuna? Yeah. It's good. It's a tuna with a yellow tail. That makes complete sense. Yeah, it's ahi. Well, in Hawaiian, it's ahi tuna. A lot of these. Ahi tuna. So then there's yellow tail versus yellow fin, I think. I don't know. Oh, fucking Is no, there bro. a fish that has a yellow tail and a yellow fin? Just a straight up yellow tuna? My favorite's tuna. I, I think tuna's the best fish. I'd go with tuna too. Kylie likes salmon the best, but for me, man, when, when the tuna hits the table, that red fucking tuna, sashimi. Yep. Cause but I remember salmon, when I was in high school, I was telling my my uh, chemistry teacher, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with eating cans of tuna right now because I'm on this. That's back when I had a fucking eight pack. I literally looked like a nosuke. And I was eating tuna and sardines like for every fucking meal. And he was like, you got to be careful of the mercury. Now, what's the situation with that? Like, can you really fuck yourself up from eating tuna like that often? I don't. I don't fucking think so, bro. I'm going to be honest. Unless I'm just going to die like next week. I ate a lot of fucking tuna in high school, dude. I've never heard of somebody like having mercury poison from tuna. Well, that's that's apparently a big thing. I'm like kind of scared to read the comments actually for this episode now because they might be like. Well, actually, my great uncle passed away at the Thanksgiving table because he had a big sushi dinner the night before. I don't think it's from one meal. I think it's no, like excess eating of of tuna specifically. And isn't that crazy that they what, like? What, was there just a? Uh, maybe I should know this, but was there just like a large body of water with all these tuna where mercury hit, and then the tuna all became infected, which in turn 
affected us. Because that's fucking crazy. That's some movie shit right there. Okay, so apparently there's there's like lists, right? There's tier lists of how much mercury's in fish. Mm -hmm. Anchovies, butterfish, catfish, clam, crab. Uh, I could go down the whole list. Oysters. Very, very low mercury levels. You can enjoy it regularly. Highest level is king mackerel, marlin, swordfish, shark, orange, ruffy, ahi, and big eye tuna, and tilefish. God damn. I, like, why do... I think it's because all, like, the pollution... Mm. It gets into like the ecosystems in the ocean, the biomes, the biomes, and then whatever they eat, you know what I mean? It's a whole thing. And then we're chain. eating them. Yeah. I love tuna though, man. Oh my God. And tuna is so versatile when you're cutting too, because literally you can have like, you know, two or three cans of tuna, get a shitload of protein in, put some mustard on that. I know you're not a fan of this combination, but my football coach, coach, my football coach taught me, I hate when the brain does that, about that in high school when I... I love some tuna and mustard, man. The single biggest source of mercury in fish is the burning of fossil fuels, especially coal. Wow. See, rainfall, that's why you got to get a Tesla, Phil. Rainfall washes the mercury into the ocean. Ugh. It's, it's, it's the bio. So we're always going to have that problem. This wasn't like one event that occurred. It's been happening for years and years I, and years. I think so. But, but why tuna specifically? Or is it an all fish thing? Because I've never heard, like, you can't eat salmon every day. I think all fish have mercury in them, but some fish have more mercury than others. Fucking tuna, man. Because it's like, a, it's, a, it's a compound. It's like methyl something. Mm -hmm. And as they swim, it passes through their gills and, like, absorbs into the proteins of the fish. Bro, gills are, are freaky to look at, man. I know. They're like, also, I don't understand how they work. And listen, we don't have to get into like a, a science topic in the last two minutes of the show and break it down. But it's just crazy to me that there's like these slits that water goes in and then it comes out and then the fish is breathing. And also the fact that, you know, there's not, a, 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 you know, a, 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 why, why are there no humans with gills? What I'm trying to say. And if there is someone out there that has gills, leave a comment down below. I believe you have to be moving for gills to work, right? Is that why just fish are constantly swimming? There's got to yeah, like, be fish that just float there, though. For periods of time, but I don't think they're just floating there forever. Sharks can't stay still. They have to keep moving or they'll die. That I know. Because as they swim, the water passes through their gills, and then the whole filtration process starts. Yep. It's all about filtration. It is. I'm pretty Get sure they take... Filtration? That's it. Oh, shit. Lucario, oh. thank you for subscribing. I appreciate that. Welcome to the family. I, <laughs> I had one more point I was going to say. About the fish? It was about fish. Break it down. I don't remember it. Try to think, Phil. Come on. Reach deep into your brain. Ooh, that was uh, a good stretch. That was my first uh, stretch of the day. Okay, so apparently inhaling, you get water and oxygen with the mouth open. The gill, <sighs> the gill covers are closed. And when they exhale, the mouth is closed. The gill cover opens, and then water and carbon dioxide gets filtered. So it's just, it's just one big air conditioning unit. That's pretty cool. So that's yeah. what fish are. They're just little ACs swimming around the ocean blue. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I went to the aquarium last last topic here, or last bit, dude, there was a, a a giant TV screen on the wall. Like it was basically a giant iPad. It was touchscreen, and you could scroll. And as you would scroll, it would show you the ocean getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And just the creatures get so fucking creepy. The deep the deeper you go, I don't know why that is, but. Fish at the at the surface are like, oh, cute! It's a little fish. I want to, 
I want that as a pet. It's, it's so adorable. demons down there. Yeah, you yeah. go down, there's like the angler fish with the light bulb and the crazy teeth and the fucked up eyeballs. It's, I don't know why the abyss of the dark, deep ocean makes these creatures look so different. I guess it makes sense because like the deeper you go, it's like you're going back in time. Like it gets more archaic, but. Look at Vin. I'm science, out here. Come on, come on. Vin. I'm fucking science, Vin. Hey. No, I think it's because. I know you're gonna wrap up, but I think I can, I think I can answer that. Take it away. So, the the deeper you go, there's less sunlight, right? Mm-hmm. There's less prey, I would assume. So, evolutionarily speaking, the fish down there have to adapt in certain ways that fish on the surface don't have to. So they have to get mad creative with it. That's why the fucking angular fish had to grow a literal lamp on top of its Isn't head. Isn't that crazy? He's like, it's too dark. <laughs> Bam, yeah, like light bulb. Like, if we live in the water over 500 million years, would we get gills? Well, how would that even work? Because we'd all just, all of us now would just die. I don't know. I don't fucking get I don't it. understand <laughs> evolution. Like, like, I get that we don't need gills, but why not give them to us anyway? Like, like what why, I don't under- why are we, if we're the best species on the planet, why don't we have wings, gills, x-ray vision? What the fuck? All, uh, all we do is have big brains in a big head and some of us smaller brains than others. Give me a fucking break. Get the fuck out of here with that yeah, shit, man. And, and all we have are appendixes and fucking tonsils and yeah, gold bladders. We have literal bombs in our bodies that could just go off at any moment. But, you know, we're evolved. Thank God mine's out. You still have your appendix? Yeah. Oh, get that shit out. I would take that out now. Fuck just it. Just preemptively. Snip, snip. Imagine showing up to the hospital. I'm fine. I just want to get this bomb removed from me, please. Yeah, yeah, literally. Diffuse it. No, I so mean, it's crazy. I remember what I was going to say. There's been five shark attacks in the last two weeks in Long Island. Fuck that. Fuck that, bro. There's something in the water, bro. Yeah, shark. That's Don't go in it. Don't go in that mucky, disgusting, green, seaweed-ridden, Long Island, strong water. You can't do it. You can't be doing that. Stay on the island, boy. Don't become an ocean boy. Can't do it. (laughs) Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of the podcast. I got to go record some Pokemon stuff before I go to a birthday party today. Ah! I got to go pick up a a nice uh, present for an 11-year-old. So I'm going to go to a birthday party. I got two birthday parties. That's nice, dude. We're grinding out here. We're having a good day. Yeah, we, we got we to do some of the handshakes, you know? Today's just hey, going to be a lot of handshakes. It's so good to meet you. How you doing? I'm ready for some handshakes. I love All handshakes. Right. All right. Thank you guys for watching. We appreciate y'all. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This one was a fucking heater. I love when I just wake up, roll out of bed, we start recording, and then I'm like, yo, that was a good fucking episode right there. Phil, uh, any final my, words? It's my favorite way to start a podcast, quite perfect, honestly. Perfect I, I like way the early to start morning. the day. Say hello to your grandmother for me. Take she care, brush me. hair. She does miss Phil. Take care, brush hair. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.